Today was fun. We caught back up with Natanya, who was going to pay off her parents' house as a thank you uh, for putting her through college. So we found out how that went over the weekend. It was very cool. That was. Also, we kicked off our big date report card with Vanessa. That's right. We're going to talk to her boyfriends all throughout the week, but we found out today, our ex-boyfriends, I should say, we found out today why she's so unlucky in love, or why she feels like she's unlucky in love. Yeah, and then we start cracking that egg come tomorrow. Also, Mike Bryan from the Law Office of Brad Sean Bryan came through here, found out car bar against the law. Yes. I did not know that. We got a lot of ground to cover today. We should get to it. It's all right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. It has been a long time since we've done one of these. A relationship report card. It's a lot um, of work, too. It is. Uh, so Vanessa reached out to us because she's been unlucky in dating, and she said, hey, I heard you guys do these relationship report card things, and I'd like to see if you could do one for me. Mm-hmm. So we have Vanessa on the phone right now, and we'll explain what this is as we go along here. Right. Essentially, we're going to get in touch with ex-boyfriends of hers. But uh, Vanessa, first of all, thanks for being on the show. Hello. Thank you. So, what's up? Why why do you think you need a relationship report card? Yeah, I go on these dates, and after a couple months, it just kind of fizzles out, and I don't know why. Okay. okay. So, you're still into it, but it just seems like the guy's not into it? Yeah. Okay. Are you uh, in, you know, because we're just f- figuring this out here together. Right. Are you any sort of, like, commitment phobe? I mean, does it fall apart if they're like, hey, I want to take this to, like, the next step or anything like that? Or just everything's just kind of random? Just everything's kind of random. Okay. And where do you meet most of your gentlemen callers at? Well, sadly, this is America in 2023. So either like the dating apps or sometimes out in public, it's a mixture. Okay. What's wrong with that? No, I, I, not honestly, at all. I think that's probably the most common way to meet someone now. Yeah, I think back in like the late 90s, early 2000s, it kind of had a bad rep, but not anymore. Now, uh, Vanessa, I'll ask, uh, how old are you? 29. Okay. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Got a good job. Any kids or anything like that? No kids. Great job. Very stable. Okay. So far, you sound like you got it going on. (laughs) Let me make sure my breath is okay here. (laughs) Well, good. why Why do you suspect that these relationships fizzle out? I don't know. That's the thing. Like, they all just are very like, oh, I thought this was going well. And then one day, there's just nothing. Maybe I'm just oblivious. There's no statement of like, hey, this is over. This is ran its course. It just kind of is over. Yeah. Okay. Are there are there any ugly breakups or is it all just kind of meh? Meh. Okay. Like an ugly breakup, I could understand, but it's just all like meh. Yeah, because if it was an ugly breakup, they'd probably give you a reason why. So now, do you have any sort of type? I mean, we all have some sort of type. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there anything in particular for you? Mm, I don't think so. Okay, that's a fair enough. Yeah. He's not one that's like a parent. Okay. Oh, maybe that's something we can like, find. I'll give anyone a shot once. All right, well, I think that we got a good barometer here of what's going on. You're just kind of confused as to why these guys keep talking to you. So now how the relationship report card works is you're going to give us, off the air, of course, names and phone numbers of some of these guys that you thought it was going well with, and it just kind of didn't. It just ended. We're going to call those guys. We're going to talk to them over the course of this week. And then on Friday, we'll talk to you again, and we'll find out why these guys stopped talking to you. Okay. Now, this is brutal honesty, just so right. you know. And, and please, don't listen ahead of time, because I want you to hear back some of these clips we play for you for the first time. And so I know it's kind of hard because it is about you and things like that. So don't go ahead and listen. And, you know, we've been going back and forth on social media here. This is how you reached out to us originally. And I've, I've actually confirmed we have one ready to go tomorrow. Oh, perfect. It's uh, His name's Chris. Do you remember Chris? 
Yes. I mean, obviously, you do. He gave us his information. Yeah, I would so, hope so. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna be talking to him tomorrow, and uh, he's the one who's gonna kind of kick off this whole deal. And uh, I'm kind of interested. I, 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 because honestly, it's not like we're trying to bash you or anything like that, or the guys even. Like we're just trying to get to the bottom of it. Right. Sometimes things don't work out. And honestly, I think in today's day and age with cell phones and texting and everything like that, I really think we just don't communicate as people anymore. No, you know, 100. percent And so if we can kind of maybe help out here and help Vanessa, I think that's that's definitely our main goal here, Vanessa. Okay. Thank you. All right. Well, Vanessa, so we will part ways now, but we'll be talking to you again on Friday to give your relationship report card, okay? Okay. Kelly and Wood. All right. It's time for a round of two-second tune. This is where Wood puts my musical knowledge to the test. I think last week, did I go three for three? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, there was one week you did really well, and there was another week you did me. And Okay, but these songs are all about beer today, correct? Correct. All right. Brian Riley, if I don't get them right, see if you can identify them, okay? Yeah, I'm going to write them down. Okay, so here we go. First song. You got it ready for me, Wood? Yes, sir. And I get one replay, right? Right. All right, here we go. First song. Give it to me straight. Okay. Um, I, I'm at to use my replay wow, for, really? right in the first one. This is bad. This is a bad sign. Dude, I, do you know this one, Brian? Yeah. You do? I don't. Hit I, it again. You can replay as many times as you want since so uh, you used your replay. Okay. Uh,. I I, have, I don't even know. I, I can't even throw a guess out there. Really? Yeah. That, I, this, I thought this was going to be a hard one to start with. This It is a very hard one to start with, so I take a loss on that Matt one. Matt from the texting just got it right. He did? Tracy just got it right as well. What about you, Brian? You know what song that is? I wrote down beer for my horses. Is that what it is? That is what Dang. it is. You know what's funny? I was just going to throw that out as a guess. I should have thrown it out there. Dang it. It's one of my karaoke songs. If I would have heard this part, I would have known right. it. Really, man. Well, if I heard this part, I really would have known it, but... Okay. All right. Well, I didn't do so hot. Dang, I was going to throw that out as just like a random guess. Okay. All right. Well, I zero for one. Now, this one, it's going to be easier, because I think this is the easiest one of all three. Okay. Let's see. Give it to me. Oh. <laughs> I didn't have you turned up. All right, all right. Come on. Give it to me. Oh. Uh, long neck never broke my heart. Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is it? Is that? Long neck, ice cold beer never broke my heart. Mm-hmm. That's the song by Luke Combs. What was the title of the song? Beer never broke my heart. Yes, oh, that yes, is correct. Thank you very much. That one was an easy one, right there. Yeah, that's got a really distinct. I still love this song. I haven't gotten tired of this one. I've heard it a million times. All right, I am now one for two. All right. And you get two to second that I, 66% mark. All right, let's see. Next song, give it to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, ah, shoot. <laughs> I know what that is. I recognize it. It's almost got uh, like that flute in it. Can I replay it? I know sure. I used my replay already, didn't I? Go ahead. All right, You'll hold get on it. a second. I will get it. Well, it's, I, my mind, I'm blanking on that. I know what song that is. How come we don't go head-to-head in a game like that? I have this written out so fast. Because I am, I am the expert at this, Brian Riley. I'm so good, as you can tell. This clip cuts off like right at like a, a part. It makes it very distinct. Is it? Is it I Can Fix a Drink? No. Oh, dang it. Brian Riley, do you know what the one this is? Yeah. Uh, beers and Sunshine. 
Correct. Dang it. We should next week we're going head to head. Okay. Next week, Brian Riley, you and I go head to head on this. As long as it's not old school country that I'm in. I ain't gonna work today. Okay. Boy, I did terrible this week. Well, you know. I got 33%. That's an F where I'm from. If there was a song or a a theme that you think you would do well in, what do you think it would be? I I don't know. You would think beer. (laughs) Like, you actually had it here and I screwed up. But when you drink your beer, you're not listening to country music. You're I'm blasting so- Bruno Mars and having no, a good that's time. that's not true. A lot of t- it depends on what kind of mood I am. If I'm sad, then I'm playing country music. Mm-hmm. If I'm happy, then I'm probably playing some PM Dawn or Bruno Mars. <laughs> Shout out to PM Dawn. That's right. Them and Prince get referenced more on this show than anywhere else on earth. Then maybe I will do like a beach theme or something like Maybe even a boat playlist. Okay, there we go. Oh. Boat playlist next week for Two Second Tune, and Brian Riley and I will go head to head. Which means I'll, I'll have to get a tiebreaker Wait, but that, that's going to put too much pressure on me then. I'm... I'm <laughs> I don't like that idea. He's already but, talking himself out of this. <laughs> but I'm going to lose if we do it that way. No. You're a winner. Build me up, King. <laughs> I wasn't drinking, and it wasn't even booze. That's what we have up today And Better Call Brian as we are joined by Mike Bryan from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryan. So this one's almost hypothetical. It says, if I was pulled over while my friend was drinking a THC water, so it's not alcohol, but obviously it's something, I had none of it, but it was open inside of my car, am I liable for that? Well, you wow. can be liable for what's in your car, so you can have joints or you can have stuff where people have been charged because it's their car and it's in their car. Mm-hmm. Um, you have uh, it's one of those where if you're criminally charged, you have what's called an omnibus hearing, uh, which is where you test the constitutionality of whatever the issue is. And so there's some open and obvious issues, things that are out in the open that you can see, and then other things that are hidden that are, you know, the cops can't get without a warrant. So there's a lot of different issues that could come and play there. Now, THC water, whether or not that's illegal in and of itself, would involve a couple of things that would involve first whether or not this latest legislation we got from last year covers it or not. Uh, second is how do they know it's THC? You know, do they take it and test it? Where is it? Is it in the council in the middle? You know, as far as that goes, the 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 hard thing is a lot of the you know the breathalyzers they have to do a urine test or a blood test to actually find THC in somebody's somebody's blood or somebody's body and then the question would be what's the breakdown of the THC in their blood because that can break down and you can find out that it's old you know uh, the metabolites that are in there um, just break down and you have different issues so there's a that would be a real complicated one that seems like Um, a lot of work for THC water yeah and so you know questions whether it's illegal to begin with and then beyond that um, uh, what the cop would do with it but would it it be like an open bottle like if someone's because Clearly, it's an intoxicant or whatever, right? Sure. Well, I don't know. That's uh, yeah. oh no, but I'm saying like it gets you, it gets you loopy. You know, and you shouldn't be driving. So, wouldn't that be the same as like a open? Well, they'd have if to. If someone test. was drinking a white claw in the passenger seat. Well, but that—that's just an open container in the vehicle. Okay. Uh, that's not actually being charged with with uh, okay. driving under the influence, unless they got some proof that you're driving under the influence. So that would involve probably a lot of extra hearings. So, am I hearing this right? Is for lack of a better term, is the car bar? Against the law? Car bar would be against the law. Have open bottles in your vehicle. So if you're driving and somebody in the passenger seat's 
drinking, it's against the law. Well, it's an open container inside your vehicle, so you can be charged for that. Man, yeah. I didn't yeah. know. So, I now, again, that I might be that. one. That might be one that the cops would be like, "Hey, cool, you're the designated driver. I'm glad with that. Just, just get rid of that can. Let's, right. Let's get. So there, there's a lot of one of those that you might not have a charge come out of it, can, but they can be charged. Geez. Can't you do like if you have a van or something, you can get a limousine license or something? Yeah, there's sitting way in the in back. back. They right. Can crack yeah. a cold one. Yeah. You can have that in buses. You can have that in limos. Sure. But in the back seat, I'm assuming right. that's still not far enough. Right. Yeah. But, well, all right. There you go. Got to well, get that El Camino out. The, the, the key would be the key would be is how accessible it is to the driver. You know, and again, that goes to the open and obvious fact of where they found it and those type of things. Now, I, I know we're stretching it here, but what if you were driving a truck mm-hmm. and somebody was in like the bed of the truck? In the bed, so they're out. They're outside. Yeah, yeah. Then I, I mean, I there's Drink been up. there's been cases that involve that little window and the exchange of beers through that little window. But beyond that, you're probably you're probably safer. But I don't know that I'd be driving around in an open bed with people drinking in the back <laughs> without other problems and other cases <laughs> coming along. That's something you don't see anymore. No, you know no. what I mean. I mean, we've gotten smart. I mean, we were kids. I used to ride in the bed of trucks all the time. I see. I, yeah, lots of people. It used to be very common in New Mexico. The wife and the kids would be in back. Yeah. I sustained a horrible injury from that. I told you that. My dad slammed on the brakes, and I slid across the bed on my face. So that's the brain injury we we heard about. <laughs> I'm gonna let that one slide. You get one, Mike, in the new year. No, it came before that. That's why he was standing up in the bed of the truck. <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, we'll do this again next week when we are joined by Mike Bryant from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryant and Better Call Bryant. Party. Oh, sorry. Better yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. That's right. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and throw it up on that trashy scale in the trash. Flash. We're headed to Florida, Texas, my friend. Southwestern trash. In fact, we are headed straight to the Naughty Parrot. The Naughty Parrot is a bar, right? It's right there on the beach, one of these areas here. Oh, nice. And uh, well, anyways, Elizabeth Sherlock Mason wanted to have herself a little bit of fun. She was in the bar with a gentleman as well, and they decided, you know what? We're going to go out. We're going to have a great evening. In fact, our next stop after the Naughty Parrot is the strip club. Oh, fantastic. But we're going to get good and drunk here. So the local waterfront bar was apparently quite aware of Elizabeth because uh, she's in there. She's ordering some drinks, starting to get the party started. Now, at some point in time, she became verbally abusive. As she became more intoxicated, she became more verbally abusive. Well, the gentleman she was with decided, hey, why don't we just go ahead and get you out of here? When he said we should leave, Elizabeth wasn't having it. She's tried grabbing all of her drinks in her hands and says, I'm not going anywhere (laughs) until these are empty. While the gentleman started to get up, Elizabeth wasn't having it, grabbed the man by the neck and began applying pressure. As you can imagine, he decided, well, fight or flight, I'm going to try to save my life here, and grabbed her wrist with both hands. Now, as any gentleman can tell you, two hands up around the neck leaves you vulnerable downstairs. That's right. Elizabeth, much like a donkey, wound up that leg and punted her partner right in the old giggle bag. Well, when she kicked him, 
the whole big boot apparently made her tumble out of her stool and onto the floor. <laughs> Can you imagine seeing this go on? <laughs> By the way, did I mention she's 71 years old? <laughs> As her victim laid on the floor, sure, uh, Elizabeth then decided to quickly flee to the parking lot to find a ride away from the chaos. She had to get to that strip club. Well, the sheriff was already on their way, and when they pulled up, she was still in the parking lot trying to give everyone the old shaky one-two runaround. Well, and they started talking to witnesses. Now, it's that old drunk lady over there. She had a strong odor of alcohol, and she was arrested and charged with battery on someone 65 or older because her gentleman was 68 years old. Well, she's old, too. That that yeah. that charge should be wiped off the slate. Just old people just, just going yeah, at it. Two grumpy old people fighting at a bar. And it's all slow and everything. <laughs> just sad. Uh, are we going to see Grandma and Grandpa tonight? No. Grandma's in jail. Uh, Mima got lifted on her way to the strip club. <laughs> I don't like going to Mima's. <laughs> all right. None of us do. Just on. Let's give this one a score, shall we? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so we got... Um, Getting drunk at a bar before going to the strip club. Is that trashy? Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. <laughs> to the point of that you're, yeah, yeah, you're known. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good. And then uh, getting in a physical altercation because the man you're with says, hey, it's probably time to go. Mm-hmm. Trying to kick him in the old coin purse. That's trashy. I, I'm going to give that 200 points, man. There was no need for any of that behavior. Not at all. Uh, and then grabbing all your drinks saying, I'm not leaving until all these are gone. That's trashy. Seems like it. Yeah. I'm going to give that 150 points right there. Um, and then uh, what else do we got? Well, beating up a guy who's 68 years old. How about doing this as a 71-year-old woman? Bingo. You would really hope Mima would have it together by this point right. in her life. But clearly she did not. I'll give that 150 points right there. She was arrested. That's 75. How about fleeing to the parking lot and then staying in said parking lot <laughs> until the cop showed up? I'll give that another 125 points. That's Thank a you. good one right there. All right. I knew it. I knew we were going to get to a good score on this one. Are you ready, Wood? Come on. Today, our our octogenarian, <laughs> no, she, I guess not yet, beating up her boyfriend at the bar, earns herself a respectable 850 points. Trashy. Kelly and Wood's Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Tinta, Minnesota, population 67. And of course, when you're there in Tinta, make sure you swing by and see the marker for the Continental Divide. That's a big landmark for a city that only covers three quarters of a mile, but that's why Tinta, Minnesota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood. There we go. All right. The big bag of questions. This is where we have accumulated questions over the years, and Wood has them all on a nice little spreadsheet there. Yes. And we call out a number, and we answer the question. And uh, I would tell you to pick a number, but the uh, spreadsheet's not loading right now. Of course it's not. We just got one in uh, last week on Friday. Okay. So I'm going to go with this question here, all right? All right. Uh, Jessica sent this in here. Okay. And it's very simple. If you woke up, in the other person's body. So if you and I did a little Freaky Friday's body switch here, okay, what is the first thing you would change about the other person's life, and what do you think you would enjoy most about their life? That's oh, deep. Boy, that is deep. Yeah. I don't want to hurt any feelings. Oh. I, no, I'm just hurt saying. Away. No, if I were to wake up and I was you tomorrow, mm-hmm. I, the first thing I would change is I would realize that my opinions are not hard facts. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Riley, can you back me up on this one? Our boss even said this to you the other day. He's like, you have a lot of like arbitrary opinions that you just decide are facts. You guys yeah. just haven't figured out our facts yet. 
It's more of like he's so he's so convinced with it. He yeah. thinks it's a fact. What was that? What was that one time you were actually getting mad at me? We were talking about a rock band or something like that, and I said they were overrated, and you actually got angry with me. I, I don't even remember. Was it, it wasn't Metallica because I wouldn't say that about we Metallica. We talked about like Led Zeppelin and all these. Other oh, bands, that's right. Yeah. And then Wood was like, "You don't know music," <laughs> which he doesn't. He knows like PM Dawn. No, see again. Or if I'm listening to a song in the morning when Wood comes in, you're like, "The song bleeping sucks." <laughs> To be fair, it's like reggae rap that no one's heard of. But it doesn't mean it sucks. It sucks, that's dude. Your, that's your opinion, see? <laughs> that's your opinion. And no, that's that's society's opinion. No, it's not. It's what speaks for society. I do, on a regular basis. <laughs> Art is susceptible to interpretation. Uh, you know what I would do if oh, I was the, in Kelly Jordan's body? This is going to hurt. I would walk around and tell everyone that he's too scared. To tell no to no, I would go and t- I would see you hurt me. I would go around and make your b- life better. I, I would make people enjoy being around you a little bit more because they would be so afraid to have an opinion that you disagree with. I'm going to go around and clean up Kelly Jordan's garbage of all these things that he does in his life that he hates. And just be like, hey, you know that thing? Never doing it again. Talk to you never again. I would clean up your life. Okay, I would clean yours up as well. If you say. Sometimes people are afraid to talk around you if they know that you disagree. With them. I can't help it that other people are stupid. <laughs> that's, that's not on me. Well, I got to be stupid because you're stupid. I, that's what I would do. I would I would have some empathy. What would I? Okay, then what would I enjoy most about being wood is that whole attitude of I'm always right, everybody else is always wrong. I would love to know what that feels like because I feel the exact opposite all the time. And here's the deal: if you walk out of a room and every single person in there flicks you off as you leave, yeah. I don't know. My back's turned. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the bigger and better, baby. All right. What, what is the one thing, if you woke up as me, that you would actually enjoy? <laughs> uh, how about your your dedication to your family? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I would do that. And I've tried to do better in my life with now that. Now I feel bad for saying that about yeah, you. Yeah, you've dumped all over me. <laughs> it's, it's all done in love, though. <laughs> but look, it, it, was, it was hard for me to come up with something that I would change about your life. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I would, I would love to experience your confidence for just one day. Yeah. And even if it's not needed, right. just fake it. Right. I can't do it. I can't fake confidence. There's just there's no way to fake confidence. No, I disagree. I disagree. I mean, you get you just got to kind of push through it sometimes. All right. Well, what? what <laughs> it's all, all right. I all guess right. So. Whatever you say. Whatever no. you say. What? Your opinions are facts. <laughs> all right. There's a big bag of questions. Kelly and Wood. When we talked to Natanya on Friday for Why Should We Talk To You on Monday, she was going to give her parents some phenomenal news over the weekend that she was going to pay off their mortgage because as a thank you for putting her through college. I was really looking forward to seeing how this you know, pans too. out. I thought about this multiple times over the weekend as I looked at my children. <laughs> Which one of you? <laughs> and thought, would they ever do something like this for me? But we got Natanya back on the phone here. And uh, Natanya, first of all, thanks for coming back on with us. And did you tell them over the weekend you were going to pay off their house? I did tell them. Awesome. And, um, and how did it go? Well, it it didn't go as I wanted to at first. Okay. Um, my dad was very resistant, almost as if he was a little, like, you know, insulted. Like, yeah. You know, them paying for me was like a gift. Like, I don't owe them anything. Like, I need to focus on getting my own house, paying my own mortgage, da-da-da-da. And he didn't really want to accept a gift, which was kind of hurtful at first. 
Um, I did like have a sit down talk with them over dinner and, you know, like explaining that I didn't feel obligated. It's just something I wanted to do from like the bottom of my heart, you know? Um, and they, they kind of warmed up to it, you know? Okay. Yeah. I think, I think, um, I think it'll work out. But at first, it was just like, it wasn't the reaction I was expecting. And <laughs> I, I was like, I can, oh. I can understand that because, you know, as a parent, you want to be the one to take care of your kids. And you never want it to be the I see this with my wife's parents right now. They had to move in with my sister-in-law. Yeah. And, and it's taken their, it, it's like they've aged 100 years in five months. Because it just, it just you don't want to be that parent that needs your kids' help. Sure. But your parents don't need your help, right? They're, you're just doing this out of the goodness of your heart. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They don't need my help. I yeah. just I just want to give them like a gift, worth, like something worth, you know? Yeah. Something. Right. Not well, I, like slippers that you wear around the house. <laughs> I want to like give them You want to give them the house around the slippers. Well, I guarantee you just exactly. trying to do the right thing. It means a lot, you know. Like yeah. I've tried to pick up the bill with my dad, and he almost gets offended. And it's, well, no, because your dad I, I is a man it. of means, though. But you know what I mean. It's yep. it's that I think you making the effort, and whether or not it works out or whatnot. I think this is amazing. I think you're an awesome kid for doing this. I think your parents are awesome. The whole situation is just great, and no matter what shakes out of it, there's not a bad outcome in all of this. Now, I do have to ask you, Natanya, did you find out how much they owe on the house? <laughs> no, I'll I'll find out this week. I okay. don't know yet, but <laughs> but I know um, they had like a thirty a thirty year mortgage and it's over a little bit over twenty years, so it's probably not even that much. Okay, to you, well, to someone who just got a six figure job, yeah. Listen, why don't you let me yeah. hold a little something? I have a mortgage that can be used paying off, Tanya. <laughs> right, I'm like it's probably not even that much. Yeah. <laughs> This is awesome, and you're you're right out of college making a ton of money. I am. I, I I would be lying if I didn't say I was envious of you a little bit. But I I can't believe it myself. Honestly, <laughs> that's fantastic. Well, Natanya, you are one hell of a person, and I appreciate so much you letting us be a part of this for why should we talk to you on Monday? And shout out to your parents too. They should get some love, man. Yeah, they, absolutely. they went through it there to set you up like that. They deserve some credit too. Yeah, go parents. <laughs> Go parents. <laughs> Natanya, thank you so much. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Judging by the looks on you and Brian Riley's face, I can already tell this one's a dud. I got no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, with you on that. You don't remember when Elon Musk launched his car into space? The Roadster? The, you guys don't remember this? No, no. When he first... How do you not remember this? Because I don't care about space. It was such a big with. deal when he came out with the SpaceX rocket that could land itself. When was this? This was like 2018. So not even that long ago. Four years ago. Okay. Five years ago. Well, now this that you just took all the wind out of my sails. I thought you guys would be like, oh, yeah, what happened to that Roadster that he uh, oh, right, launched in space? <clears throat> oh, my God, what happened? Well, Wood, that car is currently, it's traveled over 2 billion miles in space. I was right the first time. And is currently in the constellation Sagittarius. They say it probably is likely still in one piece, but pretty dinged up from being hit by asteroids and such. But it's traveled over 2 billion miles and no sign of stopping anytime soon. So he just launched his car up into space and just was like, here you go, space. Yeah, I, there's pictures of it everywhere. How do you guys not know this? Wait, so he just like threw his trash into space and just left it? No, it was a brand new uh, Tesla Roadster. They when he tape it to a rocket? 
Well, they didn't tape it. I think it was a little more sophisticated than that. It was like in the payload bay of the rocket. And then once the rocket got into space, boom, it launched his Tesla now towards Mars. Since I don't know anything, why did he do that? Publicity. How's it still moving? Well, because there's no resistance in space. So once something starts moving, it just keeps going indefinitely until it's acted on by equal or opposite force. Yeah, that part makes sense. But why? I I don't get why. Publicity? Because, look, look, here we are four years later, and you guys are just hearing about it. Yeah, well, obviously worked at 2018 (laughs) when it first launched. (laughs) But what you said, it went two billion miles in four years. Yes. But nothing's pushing it. No, dude, like... The, the International Space Station. That thing's just up there moving. There's no jets on it. There's no rockets on it. But it's not moving away. Right, but there's no there's nothing to act on it in space. There's no air. There's no resistance. So it either had to hit a comet or another planet or... So what what speed is that bad boy cooking at? It probably continues to, to pick up speed. Was he just oh, trying to like... Now you're just making stuff up. No, that's how it works in space. Was he just trying to launch his car into space so then like if we get onto space, like we live in a planet, he's like, oh, I already got a car up there. <laughs> he's like, I'll buy one. All set, guys. He'd have one ahead of time? <laughs> yeah. No, it's just, it's on the move. But where's it going? Oh, uh, Amanda said it's been six years since he did that. Okay, I thought it was only four <laughs> years. My bad. I, uh, <laughs> but I knew it happened. I thought it was even more recent than that. But no, it, I, I, that car is now two billion miles from Earth. I don't buy it. It's, it's, why, why don't you buy it? How are they tracking it? Is that thing got LoJack? <laughs> no, shout just, out. It has, it has... It has things on it that they can track. <laughs> I think his auto start works from here. Just <laughs> let's that thing rip real quick. I think it's cool, and I don't care what you guys think. I yeah. just thought it was neat because Jen Leverage was talking about that comet that's fifty every 50,000 years that passes by Earth. And I thought, where is that car that Elon Musk launched into space? It's two yeah. billion miles away in the constellation Sagittarius. Now, space, I mean, it's neat. It freaks me out, but eh. All right. Sorry. I'm good. Started out the week on a low note. I apologize. I found it interesting, though. I really did. And if you didn't, there ain't much I can do about that. But Except for bringing you another one tomorrow that you probably won't find interesting either. But if you listen to the opening segment, these are facts that sometimes only I find interesting. And I don't mind saying, ha, 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 baby, that Kelly and Wood. Welcome to the bonus track. It's our first break from 540 in the morning. Uh, we talked about the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, fun little dance party that we had. Oh, my your, wife really had fun. Your wife did. Uh, I don't remember what else we talked about. Talked about Willow. And some oh, that's right. Tough questions I had to ask that made Kelly crazy uncomfortable. That is true. Yeah, it's our bonus track. It's our first break from 540 in the morning, and it's right now. Kelly and Wood. I see what you did there. Yeah. After the weekend we had. Yes. Mm-hmm. Lots of beer this weekend in my life. But I'm feeling good today. I, yesterday I detoxed. Mm-hmm. It was just all water and sleep yesterday. So I'm right. I didn't want to let you down again. Like I didn't want to come in and let you down right on a Monday. You were busy. I was busy. I DJed for the Central Minnesota Central Minnesota Realty on Friday night. Okay. That was a blast over at the Park Event Center. And then we had the craft beer tour on Saturday, which was so fun. Yes. It lived up to its reputation. And then, of course, the after party at Beaver Island Brewing. Which you stuck around late for. I did. I asked Nick, the owner, I said, hey, man, if people are still here, can I still keep playing? Like, can I just keep DJing? Because I love DJing, dude. And he said, no. Just sh- <laughs> shut it down. He's like, everyone's ready to go. They've had enough. We can't hear Bruno Mars again. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't play. Bruno Mars until the very end of the night, and I did it as a joke because Nick knows that joke too. He knows that you make fun of me for playing Bruno Mars. But you know what happened when I played Bruno Mars? Place went wild. Everyone got up and danced. Of course they did. It's the power of Bruno. Yeah, and 
I had the hell of a time pulling my wife out of that. Well, here's the funny thing too, because the party was supposed to end at seven o'clock, right? And so I was, I just, I asked Nick, I said, hey, can, if I just keep going, and people, and every, I, I was like, on the mic, I was like, everybody want me to keep going? Woo! What? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so then I dropped that uh, Mr. Brightside on him. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't promise it's all going to be country though. Woo! <laughs> but then your You're wife. One of the good ones. <laughs> Have I ever told that story on the air? No. Let me tell it just real quick, okay? Please. Because this might become an ongoing joke on the show. Then one time I was DJing a wedding, and here's a tip for anyone getting married: don't ask too much of your guests because they don't. They're confused. They don't know what's going on. And this woman was like, can you play Gabby Barrett, one of the good ones? And when you do, give me the microphone. And I'm going to invite all the ladies who have one of the good ones to come dance with me on the dance floor. Oh. Crickets, dude. I was just like, oh, it was so embarrassing. So that's become an ongoing joke here in the studio. So Uh, was it just the females to the dance floor? No, it was like, come up and dance with one of the good ones. Oh. (laughs) I felt so bad. And I knew it wasn't going to work. I was like, there's no way this is going to work. So if you had like a good husband or a good boyfriend. If you have one of the good ones, join me on the dance floor. To bring them to the dance floor. Yes. And cut a rug. And no one got up and danced. I was like, oh, this is awkward. I was like, should I cut this song early? Not even like your aunt and uncle. (laughs) It was just like crickets. So that's why if you ever hear us say, I got one of the good ones. That's the inside joke. I thought we should get everyone up to speed. Well, we should. But anyway, so I, I ended up playing until like 9 o'clock. I went like two hours extra. Well, that's good. Because people were there. And then your wife was texting my wife about coming over for an after party. Yeah. <laughs> your wife was your wife was on a hot streak. She was. And God love her. She's my queen. But she, and that's the thing. Like She doesn't go wild very often. Mm-mm. But I at the after party, all of a sudden I kind of turn around. I go, hey, where's my wife? Turn around. There's my wife. Dancing with me? Dancing with Kelly Jordan. <laughs> I don't, I think Saving a horse and, her, and a cowboy at the I, same time. I think we also danced together to uh, Devil Went Down to Georgia. <laughs> there were just times. And I wasn't even drunk. This is the first craft beer tour. I had one beer at the craft beer tour. A single beer. It, it was a nice hard tea. I had one at the craft beer tour. But you and I were trying to do uh, the... Mm-hmm. Did we want to say what we were doing? I don't uh, know. Regular person red carpet? Regular person red carpet. An idea that you birthed. That was a fantastic idea. That's going to be a lot of work to clean all that That's going to be a ton of work, dude. I felt bad. A lot of work. We need to hire a video editor. But anyway, uh, I only had one beer at the craft beer tour. It was crazy. It went by insanely quick. Right. It I never goes by that quick. Totally blew out the crotch in my pants. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> like four minutes into it. <laughs> you should have had me. I think you bent over to adjust the red carpet, right? Yeah. And rip. And it wasn't like a little rip. I mean, we're talking a continental divide. Yeah. Rip. And you- great. Cool. Well, that's this. <laughs> and you know, if you ever rip your pants the rest of the day, you are just... you You don't... It's just right there in the forefront of your you mind. You don't think of anything else for the rest of the day. Right. Am I? Can people see? Am I, I, I can't bend over. I wait, If I had to bend over, like plug in my phone, I had to like go back against the wall <laughs> like a turtle. I, uh, when, I was, when I was heavier before I lost my weight with Livia, the crotch used to wear out in all my pants. Cause I think my thighs are probably rubbing together because or something. Because of the chafing? <laughs> yeah. And I had so many jeans with holes in I think every pair of jeans I had had a hole in the crotch. And the denim wasn't meant to no, go. No, not... <laughs> it was. It was. Didn't. It wasn't up to the challenge. Yeah. Well. So either way, those jeans are 
Rest in peace. Hey, that's they, fine. Hey, those were good jeans, man. They had a good run. I got my uh, use out of them. So let me ask you this, though. So your wife was texting my wife like, hey, you guys come over for the after party. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, we'll we'll find out what time we get out of here. Was your wife even still up at 9 o'clock at night? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. And uh, now this goes back to a couple Christmas parties years ago. My wife threw up in my truck. Oh, really? My, my, my Dodge truck. Oh, And so man. as I was loading in the truck, I said, look. If you're not feeling well, tell me. Yes. Don't don't give me like a 10 second heads up. Right. Cuz you know what it is? I think I think drunk people get embarrassed that they're about to throw up, so they try and just muscle through and then it gets even worse. Tell me. <laughs> and no, she was a trooper. We got home, but then when we got home, we have like an icy spot in our driveway. Oh boy. And I saw her. She was just like, "What?" <laughs> Heading inside, I'm like, Andrea, no. Doing the electric slide on the ice? Andrea, no. And I saw her going for that spot, and I like ran up, and I caught her. I was Man, like Spider-Man. Right. I was ahead of the game, because she started to slip. She's like, Shh, ah! I'm boom. <laughs> I got you. You are a true gentleman, sir. I got you. And then she had to pay the babysitter with the Venmo, and I'm making sure she's not going to like put an extra zero yeah. in there oh, and send her a thousand. And I, I, oof, I just, you know, got a... Hey, but like I said, my wife never... My wife never really goes wild right. and just has fun. It's like she was on the table taking her shirt off or no, anything. No, not yet. You got her out of there before that happened. Right. <laughs> I needed to. Especially when Mr. Brightside started. She's like, I love this song. I'll play it on the way home. I, you I'll know, play it on the way home. Get in the car. Can I tell you, is it, this story might be too gross because it's about throwing up. Mm. But my wife, you know, back in the day, Mr. Kenny. You know, we used to go out and have drinks. And one time we were in a cab ride home. This is going to be too gross, actually, I think. Yeah. Don't do that. It's, it's Monday. Everyone's Monday morning. But I feel like I have to finish it. I'm feel, I feel like I'm leaving my participle dangling. You can right call now. it a reversal of fortune. What does that mean? When you throw up. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. fine. But we were in a cab, and she got the urge to the re- purge the reversal of fortune. <laughs> yes, and you know what? She uh, this is too gross. Don't do it. She didn't want to make a mess in the in the the taxi in the she doing the purse. Nope. Swallowed it. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's the worst. That's the worst. That's the worst story ever, isn't uh, it? Oops. You guys are never going to look at my wife the same. Mm-mm. Her and my cousin Dana even have a nickname for each other. They call themselves the CDPs, the car door pukers. Because for the longest time, they were just always throwing up in car doors. What's the matter? I don't know, man. They in can't, that little map holder? Yeah, they can't handle it. No. I'm like, don't get off the porch if you can't run with the big dogs. That's right. You, you can't be doing that no. stuff. No. But that, that story for my wife, I was like, wow. That was a moment. Yeah. And by the way, we're not making out for a solid. <laughs> it's going to be a hot second. Uh, that was what, what took you longer to kiss her? That or open mouth kissing Pitbull? Well, first of all, it wasn't an open mouth kiss with Pitbull. But Pitbull, I really did. I was like, we're going to wait a few weeks before mm-hmm. we kiss again. Because who knows where that Mr. 305, who knows where that mouth is? Mr. Been. Worldwide, literally. <laughs> yeah, that, goes that, worldwide. that mouth has been around the world. So we're going to go ahead and wait and see if anything pops up. Mm. But yeah, the, the the throw up part. But I'm glad that your wife had fun. She I, did. Her she having, wasn't alone. Her having fun made me have fun. Yeah. And so I love to see it. And thanks to everybody. We met so many new people. Mm-hmm. Didn't we? Like, because a lot of times we just kind of see the same folks all the time, which is fine. But it was cool to meet brand new folks who are like, oh, yeah, I listen to you guys all the time. Or, you know, I, I one woman was like, I check out the podcast religiously. She was like, I love the weekend podcast, which we forgot to do this weekend, by the way. Correct. Uh, but we were busy. Yeah. It was, a, it was a super busy weekend. So that's why we didn't get it done. We, we had people who enjoyed the quick mix and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, and man. It was just so fun. It was. It was I fun. wish we could do stuff like that more often. We probably could. Yeah. 
But would it be successful, though? That's the thing. Yeah, and then, you know, then it's too much of a good thing or a mediocre right. thing. You know? <laughs> right, 100%. Like, eh. Man, I got my daughter, man, my daughter's been texting me a lot lately, which is cool because I didn't think that she ever thought about me when I wasn't around. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was texting me, and she, she made the A honor roll. Dang, good but for she, her. Yeah, like I was, I was like, wow. I, I'm so proud of her. Like, she is so, like, not, I don't know, she, she's... She's just she go she goes her own path. I don't know how else to say it. Now, as someone who has never made an honor roll, <laughs> me either. Does that mean all classes are A's or? or? I think that yes, yeah, straight A's. Oh, she's like a straight A student. I give it all to her mom. I give all the props to her mom. Brianna was always about reading to the kids at night. We all do, yeah. right? Right. And and my wife is extremely smart. She's <laughs> an incredibly smart person. So I know where the where Bri- where Presley gets it from. But I I mean I don't know. I never made an honor roll. It's cool to have a child on the A honor roll. Yeah. It's not even the B honor roll, man. A. The top of the line. Yeah, don't get no higher than that. Now, I've done it in college since I've gone back and like actually taken it serious. Right. But I'm not taking four classes or anything like that. So, yeah. you know, that's a, that's a hell of an accomplishment. Yeah, man. I gotta... Especially in school when it's not, you know, deemed to be like the cool thing to be smart. Right. My so, daughter doesn't care. My daughter just she do, she blazes her own path, man. She's got a good little group of friends she's hanging out with. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, got things headed in the right path. Because you know things got stressful there for a while. You know, we never talked about it on the air, but you know what I was going through. Yep, and it was stressful. I don't have that stress now. She went to a roller derby on Friday night mm-hmm. with some of her friends. That thought that was kind of neat. I don't know why. I don't know why they went to a roller derby. I didn't even know that roller derby still existed. Let's say, what year was she in? It was, it was 2023. Has she mastered time travel and she's <laughs> gone back to 1950? But I told her, I said, Presley, those women, like, really, I was like, it's violent. My dad used to watch roller derbies, like, Wednesday nights or something. And it was on, like, uh, the country music television back in the day. Yeah. And it was, vi- but it was, it was a lot like wrestling, right? Like, where you had the... Scripted. Yeah, you had the character who was the manager, and then you had the, you know, the referee who was in on it or whatever, but I don't think this was like that. I think there is real roller derby out there. Like, it's a real sport. There's saw, uh, it saw kind of like a rebirth, like, 15, 20 years ago. And I actually think I went to one that was done at, like, you know, like a convention center or something like yeah. that, and I went just, uh, what the hell, let's check it out. Right. But I, yeah, you're right. I mean, it is. There's some decent elbows being yeah. thrown and things well, like think that. Of your, think of your tailbone. That's what I because they're always going on their. They're always landing on their butt. Right. And you know you're moving fast and it's not a forgiving surface. Mm-hmm. Whack right on the tailbone. Maybe they wear some sort of padding. I would assume so. I hope so. Well, especially oh. protect your head. The, the latest one is I've seen all over social media is this insane. Like you know me, I like my sports violent. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But like this slap league. Oh, I, I can't watch that. That well, used to be. What, are you, what the hell are we doing as a society? That used to be a big radio bit. Was a slap fight, mm-hmm. and I, I just, I don't know. I hated it because there's no skill to it. It's literally just hurting someone as much as you possibly can. And I guess that's what boxing and MMA is, though. But at least in those sports, part of the art is defense, right? Like Floyd Mayweather. Just a terrible human being, but is a phenomenal defensive fighter. Okay. MMA. The part of it is being able to defend yourself. This is standing still and letting another human being slap you as hard as they can. Yeah. And I'm supposed to find this entertaining. Right. Like the one guy who won it, I saw like develop like a hematoma on his face, which if you don't know, is like a severe, like, like your blood vessels underneath your skin, like burst. And it's just an... uh, offensive looking swelling yeah and like another woman it was like a woman's league you could tell she got knocked out 
Golly. Was like losing consciousness coming back to her feet. It was all over social media. Yeah. Is there a crowd? Yeah. And what are we doing? Like, I don't understand how this is like. Is it in America? Yes. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger was on stage at one of them. Really? Yeah. And I just, I don't get it, but hey, what is it? What is it officially called? Slap League? It's like Extreme Slapping League or something like that. Oh, man, I hate that. I I don't know. I I didn't watch it, and I'm, I, I, I look, I will watch and partake in gambling on a lot of sports. This one, I'm a thousand percent on. I was, on. I was sitting at the bar on a Saturday before the craft beer tour, and they had a they had a sport on. I was like, "This is a sport now." I can't even remember what the heck it's called. Where you have like a a ring net in the middle, and you bounce a ball off of it. Oh, it's like spike ball. Spike ball. I think that's what it's called. And and there was like teams, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Whoa, this is a thing now." It was college, and there's like coed ones. Right. And yeah, I put some money on that during COVID. Did you? Wow. <laughs> I was like texting with my friends, like, you want to bet on this with me? He's like, sure. I was like, cool. Well, How you know, did you know who who was who? I don't I didn't even really understand the rules, but at the end they'd you know, somebody would be like, they won. I'm like, cool, just Venmo me five bucks. Have you have you ever bet on bowling? No. Have you ever bet on darts? Yes. You did bet on darts. If you've ever be- seen like how they bet on darts in like England and stuff, it is wild. Well, you showed me that video. The crowd is going just crazy. Yeah. Is that at a bar? Where are they playing? I, I, it can't be a massive stadium, but it, darts in England and like Europe is like a massive deal. They love darts over there. And from watching that little clip, you can understand why. They get into it. And it's half of it's the announcers. Now, did you win money when you bet on Don't darts? Don't know. <laughs> Same thing. Like Every time I've gambled on soccer, I have no idea how I've won or <laughs> lost. It's just, does money go in my account afterwards? Yes. Then it was a good day. Awesome. Good stuff. It's just the the joy of watching and having a little stomach. Have, have a little skin in the game, as they say. Now, I will tell you, over the weekend, I started watching... Uh, have you watched Willow on Disney? No, but it's very popular. My kids really enjoy it. So I... I I didn't really remember the movie in the 80s because yeah, it freaked Val, me out. I think Val Kilmer was in it, he right? He was. Yeah. And, and so I was, whatever, we'll jump into it. The kids and I were, were liking it. And, I, and I'm asking this 100% because my, my daughter started asking me questions on why, you know, Willow is smaller than everyone. Okay. And I'm trying to explain. I'm like, well, he's a little person. Yeah. And I can see Andrew out of the corner of my eye kind of... She's getting ready. Well, she doesn't know like what the and honestly, like I don't know. And I think little person is the politically correct term for that because there and there is a difference in little people. Like, right. and, and I'm again, I'm not being mean or anything. No, no one thinks that because like midget and dwarf were a thing for a while because yes. they one is proportional, like everything is just shrunk. Okay. And then the other one's just short. And so, like, Willow, his hands are huge. Right. And, like, that's why I keep looking at when he's talking. He has, like, really gigantic hands. And I don't know if that's one or the other. Yeah, so we I, were just thinking, I'm like, look, they're little people. And then she's like, well, is he really? Because then there's, like, really tiny people in the show. Right. And she's like, well, is he really small? Uh, and like, In real life, yeah, he's a really small guy. I mean, he's, like, a little person. Right. And I, like, look, can we just, just like, look, they're about to get their heads cut off. We'll just pay attention as a family. And it, honestly, it was such a weird conversation to have with my daughter, who is yeah. just asking out of the, you oh, know. She's an innocent little kid, right. man. She's five, six years old, whatever the hell she is. And right. she's just trying to figure it out. And I just could not figure it out and how the best tell my daughter. I think you handled it very well. 
I just said, look, they're little people. He's great. He's a wizard. He yeah. shoots magic. <laughs> Let's not overthink this, kids. <laughs> Are you ready to do some history, my friend? Yes. Let's do it. And I can see in your face, you're, you're already just I like... Know. Dude, whenever we talk about anything that has the slightest possibility of getting us in trouble, I get nervous. But isn't that stupid? Like, honestly... It's very stupid. I'm not making fun of anyone. I'm literally asking because I know there is a difference. Yeah. And honestly, if you were a little person... I mean, do, do you identify as one of the, one of the other? You're, I, I don't know. And is it wrong to say that? I don't think so. I, I, here's the th- here's what bothers me: context is never taken into consideration anymore. Right. So you say the wrong word, but was it in a was it in a hateful context, or was it just I happened to say the wrong word? Yeah, I'm not dunking on anyone. I'm not trying to make fun of anyone. Like if you heard this and thought I was making fun of someone, well, then shame on you. No, no one thought that because I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it to figure out the best way to tell my daughter so she knows going forward. One of life's mysteries, bro. Because God forbid my daughter goes to school and says the wrong thing, and all of a sudden my six-year-old's a bigot. My dad got in trouble for using a term that I'm not even going to say on the air one time, but that was, and it wasn't like the N-word or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It was just a term that he knew growing up to describe someone who was mixed race. And man, our super, super liberal neighbor just lit him up. My dad's like, I thought that was the right term. I wasn't trying to be hateful. And that's the thing. Some of those terms go from... You know, not okay, right? Or okay to not okay quickly, right? And if you're not plugged into that world, you don't even know. Yeah. Hence, I don't even know what I'm supposed to call them. Well, I think we should move on, brother. I know you're getting worried. That's that's how I'm feeling. <laughs> I'm even worried about telling that story about my dad. My dad's been dead for six years. I'm worried about telling that story. They, they can go cancel. <laughs> go try it. Show up. Uh, it was in 1942. Wood. Let's go to a little town in New Jersey where things are really popping. Yes, there's a party going on at Mrs. Betty Martin's house. Oh. It's a Tupperware party, and it's really fun. Did your mom ever go to Tupperware parties back in the day? I think so. I think it was just an excuse for ladies to get together and drink some white Zin. I mean, she usually came home with a little something. Right. You know, And that stuff used to be expensive. Everybody had the orange drink container, right? Did you have that one? No. The orange pitcher? The Kool-Aid pitcher, we used to call it. Okay, I don't I remember my mom being still orange. has that thing. I think it's like indestructible. Now, Tupperware, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, like they handled like the patent on like their design. So like Tupperware was expensive. And then at some point in time, it either ran out or something like that. Then you can make the generic stuff. Now you get Tupperware out all over the place. Right. And like Brian Riley returned his holiday Tupperware to you. Right. I threw that thing out. No offense. Why would you reuse it? I don't know. Maybe we did. Why wouldn't you? Why well, it was gigantic. Th- Who has that much leftover food? How much food you are you making? You always talk about you cook for 75 people when you're just cooking for your family. Yeah. You have that amount of food left over. Well, I, do, I dilly-dally it up. I, I'm, I meal prep. I'm just saying. It's a, good, it's a perfectly good Tupperware container. If you're going to throw it away, I'd rather you return it. Did you? Are you reusing the one that Brian Riley no, brought you? No, it's still sitting in my truck. <laughs> I think it actually fell out of my truck at the quick trip, and I just left it there. <laughs> just kick it under the truck? Who uh, knew? Uh, it was on this day. This is a sad one. It was on this day in 2005. I bid you a very heartfelt good night. The king of late night television, Johnny Carson, died at the age of 79. I believe he had lung cancer. That dude smoked like a chimney. Well, I was about to say, if you watched that show at all, yeah. had like old, a smoky haze like 45 right? minutes into it. Well, the old episodes, too, like you could see him secretly trying to like take a drag off of a cigarette like while they were filming the show. Mm-hmm. So, But I, I'll tell you, I watched the old Johnny Carsons because it's on one of the free channels I get. No one did it better before or since. Like he, he was just the best. He let he let the guest be funny. He didn't feel like he had to take over the interview all the time. Like I love Conan O'Brien. 
But Conan O'Brien makes it about him all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, David Letterman was pretty good up until the end. I, I don't. I can't even name a good one right now. It's all politics. I hate it. Well, in the old ones, it just seemed like more like they were just hanging out, right? Like they weren't there to pimp a movie or you know well, plus, push something. Plus, you weren't. You didn't see celebrities twenty four seven like we do now. Like True. now, it's all we get. So it was cool to see them on TV. Now it's like, oh yeah, I know all this already. Yeah, you're not learning any new information. Uh, it was on this day. This is crazy to think back. It was on this day in 2020. All right, we have breaking news now. Let's get to it. It has to do with COVID-19. And and the World Health Organization has just declared uh, a global cor- uh, coronavirus. It is a pandemic at this point. Let's talk about what that means. It was on this day in 2020 when the World Health Organization said that COVID-19 is now a pandemic. And now that wasn't originally like shutting everything down. Not yet. That happened, wouldn't that happen like in March, right? Kind of end of February, March? Yeah, because it was right during, I, I, you know me, I always use sports to, you know, figure out timing wise. Yeah. It was like when the conference basketball tournaments were getting going and that's when they started shutting everything down. Did they not do the, the March Madness that year? They did not. Oh man, they must have lost billion. I was in, remember, I was in Vegas. My father was in the hospital. That's right. And, you were like patient zero. Well, my... The, Wait, did you... Hold on. Did you ever get COVID or you just were exposed to it? So here's the thing. We were in the hospital with my father. My father had something completely unrelated. And the person literally in the room next to him was like the second or third person in the state of Nevada to test positive for COVID. Right. And so we're sitting in our room and we're seeing these people come down the hall in, I, I'm not playing, hazmat suits. Really? And, like, they set up, like, this containment room, like, they had, like, where you would, like, change in and out of things, and it's in the room next to us. Yeah. But mind you, there's vents, like, on the floor <laughs> going from our room to theirs, and and so when I I told my dad, I was like, yo, like, he started becoming better and everything, I was like, I, I think I need to get home in case they shut down the airlines, because yeah. they were talking about that, there was all sorts of rumors, and, you know, right. so when I flew back... I flew back with a bunch of people that were at like a uh, construction convention that got shut down. Yeah. Like there were like 200,000 people supposed to be at this convention. And I remember everyone's getting on the plane and like wiping down their seats with like yeah. Clorox wipes and everything. And of course, we're turning blowing mouth into each other. Yeah. But remember, I got back and I couldn't smell anything and yeah. I had a headache and my kids had like the f- the fever and chills. So yeah, we probably had it and then I tested positive for like antibodies, you know, like weeks right. later and stuff. But it's so crazy what we didn't know. Like I remember leaving like coming back here for the first time. I was scared dude. and and this stuff normally never gets to me. Mm-hmm. But I think it was just so in my face and it was it was like this invisible thing that you just I remember stopping to get gas on the way to work and like wearing rubber gloves and then getting in here and just wiping everything down with alcohol wipes and What about the grocery store? Yeah. People on like wiping down bags and stuff like yeah. it was just the unknown of My it wife all. would wash the the groceries when she would get home. Yeah. So it's just bizarre what we didn't know. And now now it's just, you know, hey, yeah. you got it? Cool. All right. Feel better. You know, like when I had COVID, it wasn't mm-hmm. that big of a deal. I was I was sick, but it wasn't, you know. Yeah. That did, <laughs> I remember that day. I was so tired. And you're like, dude, what'd you drink last night? I was like, no, I swear I didn't drink. You're like, go go home and drink some water. You'll be fine. It's pretty crazy, though, how much our bodies adapt to something. Something that was right. just like all of a sudden just like, oh, crap, we accidentally made this, you know, whatever. And now it's your body fights it off. For most of us, I understand some don't. But, you yeah. know, it's just it's. It's wild to think that. Almost like we were designed that way. All right, let's uh, do some birthdays here real quick. Everybody had a crush on her in the 90s. 
Tiffany Amber Thiessen, a.k.a. Kelly Kapowski. Still looks good. Still looks fantastic. She was on 90210 also mm-hmm. for a while. I, I don't know what she does now, but yeah, she is still something. When we look back on that, the fact that she hooked up with that teacher... Well, it's still a little weird, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, just so we're all on the same page. We are all on the same page with that one. Zach really dropped the ball on that. She's got to be like 47. Ah, you're close, man. You're actually a little bit low on that. Kelly Kapowski is actually 49 years old today. Okay. So a little bit older than that. And this one, I don't know. I, I had to do at least this today. You know what that is? Oh, it's a TV theme song. Um, is that at Quantum Leap? No, not Quantum Leap. Same it's generation, right, yeah. though. Uh, it's like the same USA. Um, oh, MacGyver. MacGyver. Hey. Very good. Well, it's MacGyver's birthday today. At least Richard Dean Anderson, the original. <laughs> Is he a real guy? Because <laughs> yeah, I think they rebooted MacGyver, didn't they? I think oh, they rebooted everything. Yeah, but it's Richard Dean Anderson's. They actually rebooted uh, Quantum Leap, too. He got pretty thick. Did he? Richard Dean Anderson. Oh, he's an older gentleman. He's, he's earned it. I'm going to say 68. Oh, man, you're way low. He is the ripe old age of 73 today. Really? Yeah. All right. So it's, it's understandable he'll put on a little weight. That dude got typecast. Yeah. It was hard. He really couldn't do anything after MacGyver. Yeah. It's like, well, we have a movie where you got to do something with a paper clip. You're our guy. <laughs> Call Richard Dean Anderson. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he's got the free time.